So, yes. So, coffee. Coffee is good. Coffee is lifeblood. We need coffee. Yes? Coffee, strong coffee. Isn't that from a song? I need to have some. Wait, is that the um jars of clay? Oh, I thought that was the coffee, the coffee song from uh Lots of Coffee in the Bada. No, it's the Rio song. Uh well, anyway, let us get this stuff. Tower. Tower la la la? Well I was gonna start there, but okay. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Tower la la. Wait, you want the coffee top? Yeah. This is no, no, no. I just I'm not just gonna keep this rolling, and we're gonna see what happens. I don't really edit these, oh, okay. unless it's little things you have to take out. But yeah. So anyway, uh, hello and welcome to another Zan chat. Uh, the where we chat with Zan. More importantly, this is Spirekin's more free form rant discussion. This where we just talk about things, and this is interesting and intriguing. Gives you a nice opinion without a real agenda we see where it goes we do talk about things and just go where it goes uh i have an agenda i was lured here with the coffee yes because the new thing that we're doing is we're actually going to be doing drinks when we do this yes. we've been starting with coffee we may move to hard liquor eventually which would be fun we've done a couple of episodes like that where we were really drunk but i digress we can always start off by Spiking our coffee before moving to truly hard liquor. No, I would start with hard liquor. That's just how I would go. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hey, I'm Greta. And you can find any of the earlier episodes of Zan Chat or our other podcasts from Spirekin Review Podcast at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or another. Also, if you want to do something really cool, look us up on Steam. I am currently playing Don't Starve together. If you want to join me and help me burn down a village or kill spiders. I know it's an older game, but hey, with everything going on, we want to be outside and Don't Starve. You are... Kind of outside. Yes. Even though the pigmen are very difficult, but, um, yeah. So I figured we'd do another one of these, make it a little more regular, because I did promise I was going to release more content to keep everyone occupied during this time. And for some, this has completely whittled down. They're officially allowed to be free uh, in certain states now, and even though I personally think it's a stupid idea, and actually half the world is now messaging saying, you guys are out of your mind, but, you know, some people want to be free. I mean... You want to be outside. We all want to be outside. We want it to be back to normal. We're getting to that point. I did open the window today. Yes. That's like kind of like being outside. Yes, but there are people getting their hairdressing appointments, and that I don't think is a good viable option because, let's be honest, stop drinking my coffee. Well, <laughs> stop. Why are you drinking my coffee? You don't drink coffee. There's real milk in it. Oh, my God. She's going to be so hyper. So somebody look up uh, for us. What happens when the cat drinks coffee? Oh, no. She's coming for my no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. She's So, yes, so for those of you who are long-time listeners, our, our feline companion, Maddie, one of two, okay. has decided to drink some of my coffee, which is going to be interesting. Well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We will let you know how it goes, or you'll hear her go crazy. I hope it doesn't do anything bad. I don't think it's bad for her, right? No, she'll go, she might get a little bit more energy. I think it's like giving a child an energy drink. 
I don't know. Uh, um, for one second, let's look this up now. What happened? Can cats drink coffee? Actually, that is a very, it's like, oh. Oh. Not good. Don't let them have any. Diny dose won't kill them. Okay. She'll be okay. She's going to have indigestion. She'll be okay. Uh, okay, one or two laps is going to give her indigestion. She'll be okay. So she has some... Oh, but, oh, Our cat is weird. She is a carbivore. She really likes bread. I mean, like, really likes bread. So when we get bread, she, like, goes crazy and wants to have a little piece. We'll eat it out of her hand. And so she is a breakfast kind of kitty. A little toast, a little coffee sets her up for the day. Yeah. No, not funny. Uh -huh. No, she does. She also steals our bread, our loaves of bread. Like we um, get King's Hawaiian, which is a, which is a little hard to get now, but it's an amazing bread, which is very tasty. If you haven't done King's Hawaiian? They're great for sliders. Great for pulled pork. Great on their own. Great warmed up. Great cold. Great being dipped in the coffee. Ba Debatable. Great being dipped into other things as well. Like you could use them if you are a mashed potato fan. You kind of like when you scoop everything together. Like you're doing that Thanksgiving mix, you could use that for it. They're very good for that. Very versatile. Um, for the um, Thanksgiving sliders. I think the best Thanksgiving Now, sliders. interesting thing is that uh, with them, we when we put them out, Madeline, or Maddie, she will actually grab them, or grab the basket, or grab the thing which is connected. She's smart enough to grab, like, if they're, it's on top of a sheet, she knows to grab the sheet to pull the bread towards her. If the bread is encased... In paper. She'll eat through the paper. She will rip through the paper, making somewhat kind of confetti-ish material, and then burrow into the bread. Silently, like a ninja, until you have a hole in your baguette. Yes. But we digress. And if you want to see some of that, you can follow her at Lady Madeline Grace on Instagram. Yes. Uh... She's adorable. And back to our last promotion. Yes, just follow us at Spire. Can you find us one way or another? And so, besides all this random craziness that is going on, that people are going outside so to get their haircuts. people want to like, go get their haircuts, which, you know, some people, like, okay, if you've ever had bangs, um, you have probably at one time or another, like I did, get tired of them being falling into your eyes, lazy, didn't want to make a hair appointment, and have decided to cut them on your own. Now, nobody condones that, especially the hairdressers. Um, mine even bartered with me in saying she'd give me a free bang trim if I never, if I promised to never cut my own bangs again. But that happens. So with everybody in kind of like at home, no hairdressers, I wonder how many self <laughs> haircuts there are. And these hairdressers that are opening back up, if somebody has really good pictures of stuff, they should be doing before and after photos. Like, like this is what my people look like after quarantine. Like, that, I think, should be a thing. Because the thing is, with the hairdressers, the people, all the people who want to go to the hairdressers, if you look at them at the protests, all of them either they really don't need it, or it's like... You shouldn't. You should get away at this point. <laughs> it's like some of them are. A lot of them are all. All the people who want are older, more seasoned. Let's just say. 
Oh, hold on. Yeah, so like the people, some of the people are doing it, and the people who are opened I, up their hairdressers are doing it by appointment, which is good. I mean, that's fine if you do it by appointment and you're gonna be like one at a time. Go away, and if you show up, you're, yeah. But if somebody gets the hairdresser sick, that's gonna make things worse. Then the hairdresser then becomes a carrier, and they might not know that they're carrying that they might not have symptoms. And then they're getting everybody else sick. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a very... but Then there comes into the whole, oh, but my roots are showing, and I don't like my grays, or I don't want my the, husband to know I'm not a natural blonde, or yada, yada, yada. But there's at-home kits, or everybody just rock the ombre, or biolage. I've got to say this, just simply. Girls, ladies who say their husbands don't know that they're, they're not blonde or brunette or whatever. We know. We know. We don't say it because we're smart, but we know such things. And some are very good. Like, look at this. This is a husband and wife doing it. Because the, the wife got... I know. That's the cute thing. Yeah. The wife cutting hair is a very nice thing. And it's a smart thing to do. It's just easier and it's cheaper. It saves you money. Because for us guys, when we go to... The guys who are asking for it, I'm surprised. Because we guys could rock long hair. Yeah, it looks like we're crazy. Just shave it all off. Well, it's actually harder to shave than you think. But... Um, anyway, but yeah, besides this hair talk, other things that people are complaining about, we've talked about the things with ice cream and whatnot. Um, one person we saw in one of the news things has a sign saying, don't ruin my senior year. Um. Well, people, kids already missed their graduation. That is very true that they did miss their graduation. And for those of you who have missed your graduation, we do sympathize we understand because that's kind of a big deal that step across that walking and you know the whole graduation procession that's really an awesome experience but some for just sort of being able to survive the emotional strain of high school some for being able to complete it some like there's but, just but, it's so cool but there's other things you can do i mean if you're going to college you have your college graduation you can do... Some, a lot of people don't want for their college graduation. I, I did. Both times. But <laughs> um, you walk across... You can walk if you don't... If, you, if you're just... Cause that's, but there are a but, lot but, of mile markers that happen in your senior year. Yeah, like prom, senior trip, things like that. And that's understandable. And those who are saying, don't ruin my year, it's like, the year is done. I mean, yeah, you have two months left, but the year is done. It's not much left. There will be school next year. You know, you will have a senior trip or save, or maybe they'll reimburse your senior trip money and feeling, you could go somewhere and you could have fun. I mean, there are things you could do. I have a so. feeling there will be a surge of people doing things like class of 2020 prompts. And I have a feeling there's going to be like something when, when life gets back to some kind of normal. Yeah, you might have a later prom or might set up a summer prom or the school might do something yeah, for you. Organize it yourself. Get all your friends together. Yeah, I uh, hate to say it, but most class reunions after your tenure are set up by alumni. People who are in your class who want to get together to see how other people are and actually... My high school class did a six-month reunion after we graduated. I did not attend. I did not attend my class reunion because I hate half of them and the other half I who I thought were friends we would rather hang out but it turns out that since I didn't go it turns out all of them went and I didn't go so I felt like a banana head but instead I was podcasting Aha. so it is better but 
Um, anyway, off of this weird, strange tangent about life returning but not returning, let's talk about other things as well. Um, so, hope you guys have been doing good, being out there, going crazy slowly. We have been keeping ourselves occupied still. Finally got through on some of our, the apps that we've been ordering stuff. And also, I've been upgrading this Firekin uh, office a little bit. How do you say? I've moved things around. I'm Reorganized manga. I've also got a new chair because, unfortunately, I've been rocking a folding chair for the last no, two years. No, I've been rocking my office chair. Well, I was rocking the folding chair, then I used your office chair. But also, I've been rock- I used to rock a nice green chair that was given to me by a friend of the podcast, Lou, uh, from uh, uh, Lou Martinez. Used to be on the Spark and Movie Review. He gave me a free chair, and I've been using that chair, which is very nice. I just did not bring it with me when we moved to Boston. So I've been rocking this really... Kind of men's and men's a chair, but I bought a new chair. The chair is coming, and then I have to assemble it, which is We good. got the time to put it together. We do. I also moved some stuff around. Um, officially, the manga uh, box has been made to look a little better, because I have all my mangas in one of those calyx. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Ikea has bookshelves, and the calyx is the one I recommend, because, let's be honest, Billy bookshelves are kind of cheaply made, and I... I like the other one we have, too. I, that one's a better one, but that's a... Because I like a, weird shapes. But that's a cool shape. The other one's a weird shape. But the Calyx is good for manga because you get uh, enough manga to fit in each cube. And most Calyx are, if you get a good one, it's going to be four by four. So four cubes. Each cube could hold about... Uh, let's see now. Well, Zan's is five by five. Twenty manga per cube. And with the amount of manga I have, I'm still double stacking. Yeah. So Not there's... to mention your surplus bookshelf. I do have a... No, surplus bookshelf. The only thing in the surplus bookshelf is uh, is raw manga. Where I actually have a lot of raw manga. So for those of you who say... You what don't... is raw manga? Uh, for those of you who don't know, raw manga is Japanese manga that has not been translated. It's actual official Tonkoban's that were released. For those of you who say, I don't buy these Tonkoban, then I'm just BSing you and I just read things through alternative means. Bullshit. I actually own several Tonkoban. Because I like how they look. They're cool looking. Um, currently in the front of my Tonkoban section, we have the 007 Liver Let Die manga. Which I've been trying to wheel for a while. We've got 3 by 3 eyes. We've got um, I Dated a Gal. And um, this one, which I'm surprised I... Uh, what is that one? Uh, Ancient Megas... Um, Ancient Megas's Bride. Oh, I love that. Yes, yeah, so we have the raw edition of it. We actually don't own the re- the American edition of it, the U.S. release. But I do have the, the, un- the original release, and it's actually a nicer cover. And that's the case with half of them. Like, one of the series I have all the raw of is Aoyori Yoshi, which I have the entire series from released by Tokyopop. And... The release for the raw edition is so much better than the release for the um, the American edition because it comes with these really cool um, dusk jackets. And the one is like for the last volume, it's uh, Owie gets married. Spoiler: it's over ten years old, so it doesn't matter. So past points, but the cover it shows the first one is her in a kimono, and then when you remove the dust jacket, it's her in a wedding dress. So it's kind of cool. But I have those, but for the most part, most of my manga I was able to fit in 4x4, four four, which was, well, actually it's 4x5. Four 5x5. Four yeah, but, so out of 4x4 four four, I have 4, uh, was it, 16? 
16 cubes, so 17 cubes, are filled with manga, and the rest are with miscellaneous stuff. I've got um, a bunch of actual novels, graphic novels, including, uh, well, a bunch of graphic novels, including the original Ultimate Spider-Man, uh, the original Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm actually a huge fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. We talked about in the Guardians of the Galaxy podcast. Um, huge fan of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and a lot of Alan Moore stuff. So I have all those in one of these cubes. And then I have a shitload of... Board games, which we've been supposed to review via the podcast, via visual media, but we haven't been doing that. Because it's kind of hard to jerry-rig it with only three cameras. Been trying to get it working, but we will get there. We will figure out a way to do a video, like a Let's Play for them, because we have a bunch we want to review. Plus, it's forever in the editing process. Um, a couple of them are. Some are not. Uh, like the current one we're doing is a, I, the opens I've been releasing, which are good. So if you go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Spirekin, you can see some of our uh, box openings, including our newest one, which is going to be released, which is releasing Villainous. Well, Villainous Perfectly Wretched, the fourth uh, box for it. Yes. And speaking of which, we got that game and played it. Now, to give a little explanation, Villainous, or Disney's Villainous, is a cool series of games where you take on the role of a Disney villain striving to achieve your devious objectives. And each version of it, because there's four versions, the core game and three expansions, each one you deal with different villains. Now, the cool thing with Villainous, unlike other games, is that when you play other games, everyone has generally the same end goal. If you play Monopoly, everyone wants to get the... Well, actually, no one knows how the, the hell Monopoly ends. Let's go Scrabble. Scrabble, you want to hit 300 points... If you want to play dominoes, you want to get rid of all your... Everyone wants to get rid of all of their dominoes. You're playing poker, you want to get the best hand. Uh, if you're playing a game like Risk, you want but to rule the world. Has the same win condition, Yes. essentially. Ticket to ride, longest route, most points. Most points. You want most points. In Villainous, every single villain has their own win condition, and that's really cool. And they're all different villains. So you pick your villain on who you want to play, and so if I play Cruella de Vil... And Zan plays Captain Hook. His win conditions are different from Cap for Captain Hook than mine are for Cruella Deville. <laughs> and I've done it again. I've drank the evil, and this time, and I've done it again. I've drank the wrong coffee, and this time they're in different shaped cups, different so, colors. So as well. I am not. So I don't know. And they're not spiked. Ah, poison. Yummy. Anyway. So back to what you're saying. So everyone has a different win condition, and each one plays differently. And since we have four different expansions with this one, that gives us 15 different characters we can play as, which means that there are literally hundreds of different ways you can play the game. Now, one of my favorite things about the game is, is so, like, individually, you're kind of playing your own game. Um, but you can... It's called Fate, and you yeah. can Fate another player during some of your turns. Now, when you fate somebody, you're kind of messing with them, messing them up a little bit. But you're, you're but not... you mess them up with their deck's heroes because you're playing the villain. So you mess them up with their good guys because you're playing the bad guys. And, you, so and, and you're not going into... It's not like Captain Hook goes into uh, Atlantia and attacks Ursula. No, it's... No, I pick Captain Hook heroes to mess with you. You pick... Cruella de Vil heroes to mess with me. Or Ursula gets Little Mermaid, and it's actually really cool because you have to think about it, and it gives you options. So it's a very varied game. Who created the uh, uh This is made by Ravensburger uh, 
publisher, and it's a very dynamic game, and it's fun, it's easy to learn, well... I should write them a note. I love it. It's <clears throat> my favorite game. It's a game that you could play with several ages, I will say. It's, it's kind of one of the games that's hard to explain. It's 10 and up. you got to start kind of... Once you start playing it, then you start to get the hang of it. So you kind of have to play it once. Like, it was really helpful to... Like, that one we need to videotape us playing it for people to get. Now, the other thing is that with this game... But it's so much fun. You can play up to six players, but I don't recommend six players because it will get ungodly long. It's because some people do the smart thing and you strategize during the in-between. So you're like, well, other people are playing, you strategize to figure out what you're going to do. Some people, on the other hand, decide we are going to strategize when it's our turn. So what could be a three, a two-minute move becomes a 15-minute move to an, a half-hour move. So take it as you will, but you got to kind of... it. This game does run, can it, run long. It can be fast, or it can run long. If you have people who know what they're doing, it's going to be quick. If you have people who don't know what they're doing, or someone who is very indecisive, it's going to be a while. But one of my favorite games. Yes, and one other thing I will recommend. And a lot of like two-person games where it's just you and one one other, like just two players. A lot of two-player games um, can sometimes be get a little monotonous. Yeah. You know, it's just like oh, it's just me versus you. But with illness, you can switch it up, play different characters. Like I haven't gotten tired of it at all. I know, Maddie. Just an update on our cat. Lady Madeline Grace. She's not, Maddie's going crazy. She's not bouncing off the walls. The caffeine has hit. Yeah. Um, she's attacking the cell phone. Yeah. So back to villainous. Um, it is. It does let you do various things. But uh, for players, I think the sweet spot is four. Five if you have fast players. I think five if everyone's played it before. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And, and also you, you have people who don't pick difficult objectives because... Some of the objectives are very straightforward. It's get the most... Um, uh, Start your turn with the with 20 coins or something. And... Well, the coins they call power. So you start with 20 power. Another one is uh, get from point A to point B by your end your turn. Or uh, what's another straightforward one? Kill this specific character in this order. But then you have some which are like, okay, you have five different objectives and you have to be beat them in this specific order. Or you have to... Find this item in your deck because everyone has their own deck. It's not it's not a shared deck. It's multiple decks for every character. So it's find an item, a specific card in this deck. Play that card. Find another card in your other deck. Play that card, and then it just takes a while because a lot happens. So it's a game of patience, and it is fun. We're probably going to do a let's play of it eventually. I think that if we do do a let's play, we should color coordinate to our whatever character we pick. Yes. But that is for another visual day. So, besides the, the board games that we've been talking about. I like that about, we started off with people complaining and needing that, saying that they need haircuts, and now we're on villainous. No, we started off with a kitty eat, drinking coffee, and if that was safe for cats. And then you go on that. Um, but, so what else has been going on with us? We, um, well, I have been expanding Greta's m movie, uh... That vocabulary, her movie experience by expanding her knowledge of movies by showing her a couple of classic films, specifically Studio Ghibli movies. And if you listen to this podcast long enough, listen to the Spark and Movie Review, we've reviewed several Studio Ghibli movies. 
Yes, yeah. And it's interesting because we picked some of the more, not mundane, but the more unique Studio Ghibli movies. Wouldn't you say? I would say. I wouldn't say obscure. I think unique is a good word. No, because some of them you've never seen before, and some are excellent movies. Some are movies you never expect to have seen. And so what are some of these movies that I'm talking about? Well, we reviewed... Um, Spirited Away. We saw we watched Spirited that's Away. Like, that's like a standard. Yes, because you actually have never seen Spirited Away before now. You've heard of it. I've heard of it. I've seen parts of it, but never sat down to actually watch the, the movie. We watched Spirited Away. We watched uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Love Howl's Moving Castle. Watched uh, When Marnie Was There. That made me cry. Uh, and only yesterday, which is the one which a lot of people don't even know is actually a Studio Ghibli movie because it was released after, for some insane reason, it was released after when Marnie was there. Really? Yeah, it got a really late release, and that's an old movie. It came out in the 80s. Huh. But it is one of... Because think about it. The main character is Daisy Ridley, and she's young. Daisy Ridley? Uh, Ray from Star Wars. Oh, She's yes. the main character. Well, part of the main character. A section of the main character? Part of the main character. Yeah, part of the main character. Um, if you haven't seen Only Yesterday, uh, it is a... Um, I really like it. It is a unique I film. It's a grown-up one. It is a grown-up movie. Uh, it's Aisa Takahata's uh, ex- examination of choices we make in life and things that we deal with when we're trying to find out who we are. I I think it's a coming of age adult coming of age movie. Hmm. That's a good point with because it. Because you can be an adult for a long time but then still kind of play acting at it. I think this is a coming of I think this is coming into your own. It's realizing what you want to do in life. And being true to it. Yeah, I will say though, um, this movie is not for kids. Not because it's not because it's a scary movie or a dark movie. It's actually very re- grounded in reality. The the um, similar to Millennium Actress, where Millennium Actress it's going into her past and it kind of combines with the two. This does the same thing, where it's showing the present and then it's showing the past at the same time. And very, and actually, the art is beautiful because the present is very realistic, and then the past is very cartoonish. Yep. And it's it's a different grain, it's different colors, it's brighter. However, point is that with this movie, some of the experiences that happen, unless you've experienced them, it's going to go over your head. I think it'll go over your head, but you won't appreciate it as much. I don't think a 10-year-old will get the whole, I can't go, I'm sitting out of uh, gym because X, Y, Z and boys are making fun of me. Oh, yeah. yeah, Or the first time a guy says something to a girl, that whole scene. I gotcha. I think teenagers will get it. I think teen- older teenagers will get it. Young teenagers still in a weird spot with it. Yeah. And they won't sympathize with the main character because there's some parts which are really good in the film. And actually, I would love to do a major review on this movie because it's so in-depth. And just some of the little things like uh, one of the big messages in this is that things that seem like it's the end of the world as a kid 
are not the end of the world. Right. For example, wanting to get the new Pumas. Because everyone's wearing Pumas. Right. Grand scheme, not that big. When you're in class and all of your friends have Pumas, it's a big deal. Yeah. There's other aspects of it, but it's a very unique and beautifully done film. And some people say it's one of his best works. Some would say it's one of the worst Ghibli films. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I honestly think it's somewhere in the middle. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the other ones we saw, like How's Moving Castle, I've talked about. I've talked about it in nauseam, but it is a great film, which is a great adaptation of a great literary novel. Um, it is, in my opinion, a little too long. It absorbs you in and you're sucked in, but it is a long movie. It, it is a long movie. It could have been like a miniseries. Yeah, unlike... Well, they could have made it longer and made it a miniseries. Well, they, they did the reverse with Tales of Earthsea. There is a miniseries, and they turned that into one movie. And they completely fucked it up. But we didn't watch Earthsea. I did not subject her to Earthsea or The Wind Rises. And The Wind Rises is a very divisive movie because if you, you have to watch it in the sub, not the dub, because the sub has the greatest voice actor ever, creator of Evangelion, uh, Hideki Anno. <laughs> Who is not a voice actor, so it's very awkward. But it's a good movie. But The Wind Rises is something which I don't think is appreciative. Now, when Marnie was there, another adaptation of a British novel. There's a lot of Studio Ghibli movies that are British novel adaptations, which is kind of funny. But this one was... Because you think about Japan wanting to um, adopt and own... Like, Western culture, but specifically, like, American culture. But you don't necessarily think about them going... British. British, yeah. But, like, House Moving Castle makes sense because it's in a world which is It's there, but it isn't there. It's like it's like Porco Rosso. It's kind of Italy, but it's not Italy. So, yeah. the same thing with uh, House Moving Castle. It's a, it's a country of Kingsguard, but it's not a real country. Meanwhile, when Marty was there, they just upplanted the story and moved it to Japan. But they made the main character someone who's European. The voice actors in the dub um, have like an English accent. Well, specifically are the the title character. Yes, but even in that, the accent isn't consistent. It was pretty consistent. Well. For her, it was. She's younger. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing as well. Because if you've never seen When Marnie Was There, it's about a young girl who feels she's unworthy because reasons in her life. She feels, in the opening scene, she says, I feel like there's a there. everyone has a circle around them and I don't want anyone in my circle. For reasons. Her, her family decides she needs to, well, get better. Because so, they think maybe it's because she's sick. She's ill, so we're going to send her to the countryside to get fresh air. And when she's there, she meets a young girl her age who becomes her like her best friend. Like her first friend. And things go from there. And when Marnie was there is a very... I feel like everybody should have an aunt and uncle like them. Yeah, it's got great family dynamics. And if you compare it to Only Yesterday, which has horrible family dynamics it's like they are the there's every type of family 
Yeah, well, actually, they Studio do. Studio Ghibli did, has done a good job representing a lot of different types of family dynamics. That is true. You have big families, you have small families, you have adopted kids. You have families that will sell you out. Yep. There's a lot of different family. Like they, they've, they've. It's not a one-track shot kind of thing. That is a true point. And when Marnie was there, it's a great film. And like I said in an earlier podcast, like with Coco, Marnie hits those oh, spots. It hits yeah. those spots. I cried a lot. Which it's emotionally exhausting. It's a great movie, but it's going to hit you hard. Now, what future anime we're going to be showing? Greta? Hmm. There's a lot to... To be chosen from, I am thinking a mama hosted a movie involving the interwebs and a satellite and a family reunion, which is really screwed up. Yep, I'm talking about Summer Wars. I think it's Summer Wars is a nice, fun little thing because it's also outside. It's not an interior thing. And also, for some reason, I have yet to see Boy and the Beast, and you can't get a hold of it anymore. Don't know why. Kind of weird. I'm sure we can find it at a con when the con conventions start back up. I could also email like Otaku Joe and those those vendors who are like, desperate for money. It's like, hey, do you have this movie? And they'd be like, yeah, but it's gonna be super inflated because I'm desperate for money. It's gonna be a hundred dollars. Probably. Oh, those on. are always fun. Those are always fun, but another another well for non-anime movies. Uh, a couple of movies we're looking at. I'm thinking, well, the Willoughby seems interesting. The Willoughby. That's the one where the three kids send their parents away because they're horrible, oh. and then they and then the then they have an, a nanny. Yeah. That one seems kind of cool. So we have to, that one. It's released and it's free because it's on Netflix. Yes. Yes. And a couple of older movies too, because we're also watching Bond movies, so we're thinking about watching some other espionage movies. And if you know me, I love to binge. So I like, if I'm going to watch a Bond movie, I then want to watch all of the Bond movies. If I start with Studio Ghibli film, I want to watch all of the Studio Ghibli films. If I start off with um, Ocean's Eleven, I want to watch all of the Ocean's movies. Well, the next movie that we're going to probably want to watch, though, is if you're doing binging, like, I don't want to watch, like, all of the Bourne movies. Or all of the Mission Impossible. I want to watch just one. Or like all of the Jack Ryan stuff. We actually did the Jack Ryan stuff, I'll be I honest. That was fun. It's weird seeing different actors play Jack Ryan. It is weird. I think currently the quintessential Jack Ryan is John uh, Krasinski. He is the best version of Jack Ryan, I think. Yes. Even though I do like how um, Harrison Ford played him. Just the everyman. But he seems like he's more than an everyman. He doesn't seem like the, I'm not going to use a gun, I'm just going to punch you in the face. He seems like he's gun-toting and awesome. A little slightly Indiana Jones-ish. A little bit. You know, the the get off my plane type. Wait, no, that's Passenger 57. Nope, wrong movie. That's Air Force One. Yes. Where he plays the president. But other, I liked him in that. It's a good movie. It is definitely a good movie. But again, this is not the movie review. This is Zan Chat, where we talk about other things as well, besides just, um, besides just 
movies. We talk about everything as well, besides anime, manga, and other things. Uh, for real stuff like books, like we should re go back to doing the bookshelf or the book corner where we talk about different books. The last one we did was on March 20th, where we talked about Pride and Prejudice. And I think that was well done, because a lot of people enjoyed that for some reason. I don't know why. But we, there are other books we could review. I mean, I could read the review the graphic novel, the light novels for Overlord. Which, that's actually pretty accurate to the anime, but there are a lot of little differences. Also, same thing, I could do the light novel to... Uh, what else? Light novel to No Game, No Life. Light novel to Bacano. I could do stuff besides light novels. I could do real books. Like, we could talk about things that are strange and unusual. Or I could do a... Light novels and mangas are real books. Yes, they are. I should not say real books. I should say literary books. I mean, I could do one of those books that I have from college, which has been sitting there, which is a, a thesis on an island lifestyle, which is really weird and strange. And I have no idea why the hell I still have that damn book. I don't know. I could do one about migraines and read a book about migraines and how migraines are horrible to you. I could do one about astrology and my obsession with numerology from a certain point of view. It's your phone. Uh, I could do one about crocheting and talking about crocheting because we do have books on crocheting actually. One of them is actually a gift for hope which we were supposed to give her a year ago. Not like we haven't seen her. Actually, we haven't. She's we haven't. she's in the far, far away. I should just mail it at this point, right? Yeah. Just wrap it up in a package and mail it with a couple things. Like, here are your gifts. Hope, if you're listening, I'm sorry we haven't given you these gifts. We apologize. Just things have been crazy. Last time, well, but again, digressing. Digressing just a little bit. <sighs> but besides the book review, what other podcast do we have there's a superhero review which honestly nothing is going on because all superhero stuff is currently stopped where are the superheroes where is the defeater of covid19 Someone needs to there do are that. doctors who do that and they're the real superheroes somebody needs to have a web comic maybe based on a doctor don't you think there probably is that online if there is one let us know but other superhero things you want us to talk about because last one we did for the superhero examination was our discussion on harley quinn and um the harley quinn um the fantabulous the birds of prey movie and a little bit on the cartoon which that's been pretty funny um technically uh i could cover Stargirl, because Stargirl, the entire series released, and I'm surprised their first season is only three episodes. Really? That's it for an entire for Stargirl, which everyone's been hyping as either the worst or the most insane um, Arrowverse show ever, which I'm surprised, because there were some... Well, anyway. But yeah. Do so you want us to do a superhero examination? Uh, what else? I feel like every time we talk about superheroes... I feel like I channel my inner Edna mode, and I want to talk about the costumes. It's fine. Cape, no cape. Boots, no boots. Gloves, no gloves. Hey, we could talk about the fact that Killer Shark only wears a hoodie, and he's a shark. Killer Shark, do 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 do. Killer Shark. Actually, I, I think they made that joke in Harley Quinn. I'm not sure, but um, let's see now. 
Uh, Tales from the XXX, we've been doing a couple of those. We actually haven't done a, one of those in a while. Last one we did was Tales from Quarantine, actually. I think. Um, yep, Tales from Social Distancing was the last one we did. We moved it over to... Yes, because we're not quarantined, technically. Yes. And, I, and that's just our one once-in-a-while podcast, really. Cause, and these are all supplementals, so that's our regular stuff. True. So, yeah. In games, well, let's be honest. Most of the cool games I'm not playing because, well, I have other things to buy. Yes. And while I do totally want to invest in some of the other games... Think, well, I actually could do a game review. That would be fun. Con reviews out the window, and yeah. That is all. That is all. We're kind of spinning our wheels now, and unlike the last... We were out of coffee. Yes, so I think that's it for this uh, Zan chat. So Until these go all over the place, we've had one that was five minutes and one that was an hour and a half. Uh, so, as usual, remember, we're just rambling. We This is just our ramble cast. We keep it on to a certain amount of time, and I guess the... The end point for this one is the end of coffee. So uh, we'll catch you guys next time. We'll talk about a couple of other cool things. Um, perhaps. Stay sane. Stay safe. Stay sane. Stay safe. And we'll tell you what happens to Maddie after this. <laughs> so keep your eyes out. Keep having fun. Keep talking. And let us know topics you want us to talk about. Email me personally at zanspocker.com or message me on Twitter. Tweet me direct message me i'll be putting a couple polls up on twitter for things to talk about in the next zan chat so let me know what you guys think so with that in mind i'm zan i'm greta we're gone we'll catch you next time and keep having fun and relaxing see you bye